With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Authentic Your Media, presenting you with worldwide radio, TV, webinars, and live events. And today, inspired wellness living with holistic nutritionist and health and wellness enthusiast, Tanya Fines. Tanya will discuss topics and issues that in her 23 years of experience seem to linger at the root of why so many of us struggle with weight and living lives that are healthier, more balanced, and truly happy. If you are ready to get off that roller coaster of quick fixes and start the journey to a more inspired wellness living, stay tuned. Now, on with the show. Hello, everybody. Good morning, good afternoon, or good evening to wherever you are uh, listening from in the world. Um, here in New Zealand, it's a bright and, uh, well, not that bright, but a be- um, somewhat beautiful 8 a.m. morning in New Zealand. It's always a beautiful morning in New Zealand, as far as I'm concerned. Welcome to the show. If it's your first, uh, if it's your first time listening in, welcome. Um, I hope you enjoy. Just, I discuss a lot of topics about um, health, fitness, nutrition, and how that um, works in with you living a life that's authentic and joyful and balanced. If you're joining me again, welcome back. I always love having my loyal listeners, and I love getting your questions throughout the um, the fortnight while we're, while I'm getting ready to do it, to do other shows. Love hearing from you. Love your comments. Keep it up. Thank you so so much. Okay, um, on with the show. Uh, if you were if you were listening in on the last show, I started talking about. Um, how to initiate change. So it was about we, we start. I started talking with things like belief systems that we have and the, the you know the dialogue that we we have with ourselves that keep us from achieving those personal goals. And specifically, I was talking about things like weight loss, weight loss, and overall health and wellness. And I w- really wanted to get get you all thinking about what is it that can keep us from reaching those goals that we want. When we look in the mirror and we think, it's just not working, I'm not happy, I'm tired, I'm sick and tired of being sick and tired, it's a constant struggle, it's that glass ceiling, I just can't reach it. Um, I questioned you all to question yourselves as to, you know, what's really going on because typically it's not really about food first and foremost, okay? There's something else going on and, and Normally, what I've seen in the 20, well, 24 years now that I've been doing this, in working with clients very early on in the process, we have that, they have this aha moment that food is, was sort of a self-medicating process of something else that was going on. The weight, the um, lack of great health was symptomatic of something else. And when we, when we can get to that something else, when we can start looking at that and talking about that, the changes start to happen rather quickly um, and in a great way because it's this empowering, it's this um, this freedom uh, thing that happens, and all of a sudden I'm looking at a client who walked in feeling broken and like they had no 
means or ability or willpower to make changes and live the way they wanted to, all of a sudden I see this very empowered, very confident, self-assured person that knows, no, actually I can do this because it's choices that got me here, so it's choices that I make from now on that are going to get me out of this place. Okay, so last the last show I was talking about, okay, initiating the change. So what are some steps, what are some tools, what are some tips to actually begin making decisions or things that you can do to begin the process of implementing positive change to get to where you want to go. Okay, so um, you're where you're at right now. You might not be entirely happy with it. You might be feeling a little bit, um, you know, beaten up and bedraggled or just at a loss of hope, a loss of energy. And it's always nice to have ways to... Um, you know, a lot, a lot of times people say, well, I don't know where to start. There's, there is a ton of information out there on the Internet, and there, there are a lot of professionals and resources and people that can help you. But it can be very overwhelming. So it's really good. It's worth it to take your time and do some homework. Find a person, A, who's reputable, who has, you know, who has a good reputation, um, who's able to answer your questions easily, simply, and succinctly, and someone who resonates with you, somebody that when you're sitting there talking with them, you get a sense of, you know, this person does understand, this person shares, um, can understand my vision and my goals, and genuinely it feels like they want to help me get there. That's, you know, listen to that intuitive voice, because that's a, that's a very good um, beacon to point you in the right direction. And just because somebody else that you know is working with one professional or working with one program or one organization or using a plan doesn't mean it's going to work for you. And if it doesn't work for you, it doesn't mean it's wrong or bad or there's something wrong with you. That's just, you know, um, uh, I guess secures the fact or confirms the fact that, you know, we are all different. Therefore, not there isn't, there isn't a one-size plan or program that fits all, Okay. So what I'm going to do today, some of this will be a recap for those of you that listened in uh, two weeks ago. If you did take notes, I would say, you know, grab that piece of paper and a pen and add to, or if you missed something, write it down. If you weren't here two weeks ago, um, grab yourself a piece of paper and a pen and write some of these things down. Um, they may they may resonate with you, they may not. It's just some of the things that I go through with clients that um, are the most helpful that seems to be become part of their process, their plan, and then ultimately what, when we're creating and designing what their lifestyle looks like from this day on, these components become a part of that foundation, that that plan, that structure, that makeup that we work from. Okay? So first of all, I do want to mention the, the principle of, <clears throat> I do want to mention the principle of it being an 80-20 principle. Um, health and wellness and feeling good is is 80-20 in terms of uh, when you look at the calendar, we can really, or I can anyways, I can look at a year-long calendar and break it up by food, okay? Birthdays, so we've got cake and all the goodies and all of that. Summer is barbecue season, um, lots of, uh, you know, being outside and visiting with friends and family and having people over and that whole social aspect. Christmas, well, and Christmas, I mean, Christmas is is an eating mecca for a lot of us. Thanksgiving, Easter, um, the the year is filled with holidays and events that um, traditionally part of the celebration, a large part of the celebration is food. All right? So to say that that's it, 
from today on, I'm going to eat only green vegetables and only chicken breasts and only turkey and only tuna, I think you're setting yourself up for failure because that really is no way to live. I stand by um, this when I say there's really nothing you, if you, you shouldn't tell yourself, I can't have it. You might be able to say, I won't have it or I don't eat this anymore, like maybe Coca-Cola or, you know, high sugary foods. But really, if 80% of the time you are eating clean, you are eating whole foods, you are actually really feeding your brain and your body, the 20% of the time, you know, the Christmas, the cheesecake, the chocolate dip, strawberries, those things, when you allow yourself um, an evening of enjoyment and social interaction, it's not going to kill you and throw you completely off. One bad meal or one bad, you know, one night out of not eating clean isn't going to uh, wreck all the work you've done, okay? Just like eating one salad isn't going to make you thin and solve all your problems, okay? So it isn't, it, it sometimes makes it much easier to adopt, uh, to adopt that 80-20 mindset, knowing that, okay, I'm going to start with my goal is 80% of the time, this is what I'm doing. And if 80-20 seems too much or, or, or creates anxiety, go to 70-30, but pick a split, and work up to that 80-20 because it's much more easy to enjoy a very balanced lifestyle and enjoy some of life's little indulgent pleasures if you're looking at it that way, okay? Um, I talked about setting goals. Setting goals is really important. To sit down and say, I just, I want to lose weight, I want to be thin. Um, That's pretty open-ended. The more specific you can be with what you want to achieve, I guarantee you the more success you're going to have. It's also measurable. When you have a very specific goal written down and set, you can actually measure your progress. And that's a great thing because as you take those small steps and you have these small successes, it continues to motivate you because you feel good about yourself and you should feel good about yourself, which leads me to the next thing, which is celebration. A lot of times, and I find it more so in women, I'm not saying it doesn't happen in men, but what I'm finding is that with women, we tend to not allow ourselves to celebrate the successes, no matter how big they are. And certainly, if they're small, we just seem to just go, oh, well, you know, that's just how it is. Um, So when somebody compliments you or says, you know, you're looking really good, or you um, go to put on a pair of jeans and you find that they're, you know, after four to six weeks or eight weeks of, you know, making some shifts in your eating and and your, you know, your lifestyle, they're too loose and you need a belt, take a moment and congratulate yourself. Celebrate that moment. I'm not saying you have to go out and have a pizza and a bottle of wine, but certainly stop and, you know, give yourself some reward. Tell yourself something nice. We often don't do that. And a lot of the work I do or a big part of what I do is, um, uh, what's, I call it brain fit. I bring the brain and your mind and your thinking back into this formula for health, wellness, and and living a really, really great balanced lifestyle. So when you don't stop and give yourself the congratulations or the pat on the back, it does have an impact. It does have an impact, okay, because you continue to send the message that you haven't maybe haven't worked hard enough or you you don't deserve it, it wasn't a big enough um, achievement, and that's ridiculous. That is really ridiculous. Um, Changing um, or shifting, making changes in your day to create a lifestyle that's better for you, that serves you better, serves your higher good, your your greatest health, it can be a very um, challenging path. It's not impossible. There's times it's more difficult than others, but small successes that, well, that seem small to you, um, are not small, 
and you have to stop and reward yourself because, again, that is something that sits in those, um, those thoughts, sits, sit in your brain cells, and they're very, very important in terms of shifting your thinking and how you see yourself and just seeing value and, and the right that, you know, you do deserve a pat on the back, okay? So set, um, set those goals. And take a moment and stop and, and congratulate yourself or say, job well done, you know. And when somebody compliments you or says something, don't shake it off. Just say thank you. Just say thank you. It makes them feel good. And trust me, it will make you feel good, okay? Um, I talked about keeping a food journal. And I, you know, I've been doing this for a very long time. Um, I'm an athlete, so I'm very much... Uh, want to be aware of what I'm consuming because I do have a very, very healthy appetite. I do like treats. And I'm human. You know, I'm very much human. And I, to this day, still keep a food journal, not in terms of being militant and restricting myself. And um, it's not like my food rules, like this is what I can't have, this is what I can't have. It doesn't become a means by which the end of the week I punish or reward myself based on what's in my food journal. It's a way of helping me to keep track. Okay, I'm running a business. I have three children. Um, I'm right now uh, just coming up to the end of a very long competition season. There's a lot going on, and it it can be easy to lose track. I, I just, my memory, let's just face it, 43, the memory is not as good as it was. So a food journal, it helps me to stay um, in, you know, very much aware and on top of what I've eaten, what I am eating. Um, and on those days when I kind of just fall off the wagon and I just have a day with the kids watching movies and eating popcorn or nothing's very regimented, I can sometimes look at that and go, gosh, this is why I feel so bad on Monday because Sunday I really ate terrible. It's a really good check-in thing. It's a great way to check in with yourself. It's a great way to have a look at, um, you know, what you've consumed and go, gee, you know what, I, I kind of find when I eat this certain food, I don't feel so good within an hour or the next day. It's also a way to really put in your face how much you may be consuming or how little you may be consuming um, because this is a really key issue with clients. Um, eating too much is actually not as abundant as eating too little. So um, it's a great way to keep track. It's a great way to be accountable. And nobody's going to look at it and score you. No, it, nobody's going to take it at the end of the day and grade you or punish you. This is for you. It's a diary. Okay, it's a diary. It's your own personal, private measuring stick. And it's a really good way for you to look at it and go, okay, these are the choices I made. This is what I ate. This is what I didn't eat. You know, I went, I ate, I had coffee and a muffin in the morning and I didn't eat again until 6 o'clock. There's very, very good feedback in a food journal. And it's not hard to do. It doesn't take a lot of time. And it's probably one of the most powerful tools when you want to start making changes to diet and lifestyle that um, you can use, Okay. Um, uh, okay, I talked about this, I talked about that. I'm sorry, I'm looking at my list here. Um, the next item was make a list of why and, and put it somewhere that you're going to see it every day because, you will, you know, we all have days where we get up or partway through the day just hasn't been a great day. And, and um, those not-so-great days, what's great about them is that they help us really um, – see the days that were fantastic, so that's good. But also, um, it's good to, for us to remind ourselves why we're doing this. So make a list of the reasons why. Is it for better health? Is it to improve, um, you know, are you somebody that seems to be sick a lot? Um, 
Are you just, is your health suffering because of weight? Is it an emotional thing? Um, You will have reasons why you want to make the shift and the changes, and it's important to write them down and put this list somewhere. And it doesn't have to be a long list. You may have only one or two things on it, but that's enough to start making those positive changes that have such a wonderful impact on your life for the long term. It's worth putting that list up so on those days when we think, oh, I really, I just, I don't want to do this anymore. I'm tired. I'm cranky. (laughs) Um, That list staring you in the face is usually enough for you to go, okay, I may not feel like it today, but I'm going to do it because these reasons, my children, my partner, my job, my overall outlook on life, these are reasons enough to just grab my gym bag and go hop on the treadmill for 20 minutes, okay? Um, Have that there. It's a great accountability and it's really good motivation and it's a really good sort of kick in the butt, okay? I still do it. I have my list. It's on my bathroom mirror. It's the first thing I see every morning. And believe me, there are still many, many mornings I wake up and think, ugh, I don't want to go to the gym today. I don't want to eat egg whites today. (laughs) But I look at my list of why I'm doing this, and that's enough. That's enough to get me through. And once I get started on my day, the whole day shifts and changes, and I'm really glad that I didn't crawl back into bed and pull the covers over my head and hit snooze a million times. Um, Another tool in terms of food and weight is as, as difficult as it may sound to do, it really isn't. Stop when you eat, okay? So we're always on the run, in the car, you know, running between offices and stuff, eating on the go. Um, it, that tends to lead to consuming, A, a lot more calories than we need to in one meal, and also usually very low-density calories, you know, high in carbs and sugars, because those are the things that you can grab and go. Um, it's really hard to be walking down the street eating um Uh, like a a bowl of soup or something. So if you can and when you can, just stop. Stop and eat and chew. (laughs) You will consume less and um, you give yourself a moment. You give yourself that downtime, that moment. You give yourself permission to stop and just feed your body, okay? A very good thing. And again, that brings in... um, a certain that brings in certain reactions that are happening in the brain that are very supportive of these lifestyle changes you want to make, okay? Next item, accept and realize there is no perfect diet. I get still today, um, I get so many emails asking for, like, what is the diet? What is that one perfect diet? And I always have the same answer. It's the one diet that you go to bed at night, you're ready for bed, You sleep well and you wake up feeling rested. You wake up feeling energized. You have enough energy to get through the day. You have clear thinking. You have um, control over your emotions. You're not kind of flying off the handle all the time. You're not overly stressed all the time. Basically, if you can wake up and feel good most of the day, most of your days and get through your day, you're probably on a a pretty good diet, (laughs) and we all have bad days, so it's never really 100%. But um, there isn't one diet that works for everybody, because if there was, we'd all be walking around happy and thin and would have no issues with ourselves, or, well, maybe not. That's a a whole other show, I suppose. (laughs) But there isn't a perfect diet, but there is one that will work for you. And that's, I'm going to go back to the food journal, that's where keeping track of what you eat, when, and how you're feeling is going to be huge in you actually creating or being accountable to and sticking to what works for you, okay? There isn't a one-size-fits-all, but there is a one-size-fits-you, 
okay? And that's very important to remember. So let go of what everybody else is doing or what you think they're doing and what you think works. It doesn't matter. It really doesn't matter. You are a different person and different things will work for you, okay? Hunger versus cravings, please. You, um, It's a very, very important to become very aware of when you're hungry versus when you're just craving something. And the best way I know to explain it, and hopefully this um, hits hits a, a point in each of you, the end of the night, it's 7 o'clock, eight, maybe 9 o'clock, and you go to the fridge or the pantry and you open up the doors and you just think, I want something. I would ask you to close the fridge, close the pantry, and just get very real for two seconds and do a check-in. Are you hungry? Because if you're hungry... Hungry feels different than just, I'm bored, I just want something, which can be a craving. So be able to differentiate between the two because that will save you hundreds of calories right there. If it's just a craving, if it's just you're bored, do something, (laughs) okay? Do something. Go out for a walk. Uh, grab a pen and paper, start, do something, go check your emails, do something and be at that other something for a few minutes till that passes, okay? Um, But just eating because adds a huge amount of calories into your day and it also adds emotional weight. So don't allow it in, don't allow it in. Um, and it's really, this isn't something that is tricky to figure out or learn. It's, it's, we all know what hunger feels like. We've all been hungry, okay? You know, we've gone too long without eating and we're hungry. Your tummy's growling, you have a headache, you just don't feel good. So you, you can differentiate between hunger and boredom or cravings. And don't feed the boredom and the cravings, okay, because those are the things that emotionally weigh you down, all right, and they sabotage the work that you're doing. Um, another tip and another tool that's very helpful, especially for uh, maintaining blood sugars and managing a healthy weight is to eat on, on as regular <clears throat> Sorry, eat on as regular a time as you can, and that is um, stick to some sort of eating schedule. So, and I know it can be difficult. You're working, you have children, there's volunteer things that you do. We're busy. Our days are very, very, very full. But there are some things you can do to help yourself get through the day much more easily and eat at a regularly sort of scheduled time, okay? So you might, it might be that you get up and you have breakfast at 7, and then your next meal or snack is at 9, You have to figure out what works for you, Um, but getting into a consistent eating program has a a huge impact on um, weight loss and mood, okay, because by eating regularly throughout the day, healthy whole foods, mind you, All right, folks, we have lost our connection with our host, Tanya Fines. If you'll hang on just a minute, hopefully she'll be right back on with us from New Zealand. Thank you. Hello? Hey, Tanya. Hi, I saw it. My um, Skype dropped okay. off. <laughs> It's all right. I just let everybody know you. We lost our connection with you, and you're back on. Go ahead. I'm back on. Sorry about that, folks. It uh, sometimes this happens. Um, 
Anyways, I was at regular eating. Yes, um, as 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 much as you can, start getting into the habit of doing that. And it can be a process. I'm not saying that you wake up Monday and think, okay, I'm going to eat every two hours, or I'm going to eat every three hours, and you're not going to miss, or I'm going four hours or five hours. But just start training yourself to do that. Trust me, it's it's um, the impact of that and how much better it makes you feel. I, I can't really convey in words. It's very, very good. Okay. Um, be very aware that food has a huge impact on your mood. So processed foods, high sugar, um, and, and now going from individual to individual, um, different foods affect us in different ways. And I'm not just talking about weight. I'm talking strictly on psychological, emotional, intellectual, cognitive function. Okay? So if you find that, you know, you woke up, you were feeling good, you went to work happy, and then after lunch, within an hour, you're just kind of snapping at people and biting their heads off, um, which is unusual for you, I would really and strongly recommend you have a look at what did you eat in the last couple hours or did you eat at all, okay? So food intake has a very profound and huge impact on your thinking, on your moods, and how you handle situations, okay? So, um, again, go back to the food journal. Write things down, and it's going to help you make better choices, okay? If, you know, um, eating eating pasta, um, within an hour you're feeling bloated, you have a headache, you just, you're at your desk, you can't think, you might want to rethink that. And I'm not saying you can never have that food again, but you do have to start figuring out, okay, what, food, what foods do affect me the most? What is the effect? So how am I going to work it into my lifestyle? Because I'm not going to give up, you know, I'm not going to give up lasagna. So do you have it once a week? Do you make sure you have it as a lunch instead of a supper? These are all, this is all part of, of that lifestyle shift, which is why um, creating um, a holistic lifestyle plan, which is what I do with people, is not an overnight, it's not even within a month, um, real quick fix. It's a process. It is a process, but it's worth it. It's so worth it. Okay, I got my five-minute shout-out here, so run through a few things real quick here. Um, pack. Pack and take with you, okay? It's really not hard to take half an hour, not even a half an hour. It gets quicker as you get into the flow of this, but spend a little bit of time each night. Plan your next day. Have some things packed and ready to go. You will be so happy you did. Initially, you're going to think, uh, it's 8 o'clock. I just want to, you know, I just want to put on the TV and chill and come, you know, have my downtime before going to bed. Take the 20 minutes and cut up the vegetables and, and get a few cans of tuna, whatever it is that you like, whatever it is you want to have for the day, and have it ready to go with you. You don't want to get caught short. One of the biggest, biggest um, things I see is people going for hours at a time without eating. They'll get up and they'll have breakfast and then they get working and then something happens. Child gets sick at school. they got to go pick up the child, bring them home. The next thing, it's been four or five hours since they've eaten. That's not a good thing. You slow your metabolism down. You're, you get you, you just don't feel well. And your, your brain is not functioning at full capacity. So it comes back to that eating on a regular schedule. And one of the ways you can support it is just planning. And it doesn't take a lot of time. It doesn't have to be an extra job. And if you think it's an extra job, I'll say go back to where you have that list of why you're doing this and read the list. And that should be enough to convince you, okay, I'm going to take 20 minutes. I'm going to cut up some vegetables 
get a few cans of tuna, put a few things together for in the morning when you leave for work or leave for your day, you have stuff with you ready to go. It is that simple. If you tell yourself it's hard, it's going to be hard, but it is that simple. And it, su- it supports these changes you're making. And that list is enough motivation to say, yeah, do it. Do it. Um, if it's a temptation, don't buy it. Don't have it in the house. Okay, I don't have potato chips in my house because they're a huge temptation for me to this day. Okay, I can't open a bag of potato chips and not eat the whole thing. So, um, you know, I'm human too. So if something is a huge temptation and you know it's a weakness or it's a trigger, just don't buy it. Okay, save yourself save yourself um, the, the taunting. And save yourself all that negative dialogue and hate talk that you'll do when you do think, oh, I have no willpower, I ate the whole bag of chocolate chips, Um, that's it, I'm a terrible person. Save yourself all that drama and all of that, okay? Um, And that is all I have time for to tell you today. I want to thank you all for joining me. If you have any questions or comments, please, you can email me. Um, the easiest way to find me is to go to my website, www.tanyafines.com or www.tanyafines.co.nz. All my contact information is there. You can find me on Facebook. My email contact is there. And I love hearing your questions and comments. That's fantastic. Um, our next, the next show is, uh, I'll be talking more about how to stay on the course for success. So talking about, you know, those moments when we have, we, we think we've fallen off the wagon and we think we have no willpower and we go into beating ourselves up about it, which we're all really, really good at. Um, so I'll talk a little bit about that. So if you've been following along and you have this list of tips and tools and you're ready to make that change, you're ready to live a life of greater health, greater wellness, more balance, um, and ultimately, Um, much more kindness to yourself. Listen in because every show is going to follow up on the next one and, you know, you're in control. You can, you can build, you can build this lifestyle for yourself and it's really not that hard. It just takes consistency, uh, a little support and a lot of faith in in yourself because you can do this. Um, My name is Tanya Fines. Um, The radio show is Inspired Wellness Living. I'm on Facebook, Health for Life. I'm on Pinterest, I'm on Twitter, I'm on LinkedIn, I'm everywhere. So if you have a question or a comment or you wish to reach me, please, I would love to hear from you. I thank you all again for listening in, um, for joining me, and to continue uh, coming back and listening to the shows and supporting the radio show. I really and truly from the bottom of my heart appreciate it. And I wish you all a life of tremendous health, happiness, and joy, and balance. So go out there and live your greatest life. Be happy, be well. I look forward to hearing from you. Cheers, everybody. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW group. Void prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.